Good afternoon, Pirates fans. Uh, I'm Jim. Joining me today on the NS9 postgame show is Neil. Um, Pirates drop the rubber match of their opening series to the Cincinnati Reds today, three to one. Um, like I said, lose the first series of the uh, the season, but uh, we're here still to talk about it. So, Neil, how you doing? Unfortunately, uh, I'm doing okay. I uh, could have would have liked to see some better baseball. Uh, Maybe not see Vince Velasquez to leave pitches down the middle all day. But, you know, still happy baseball's back. So, yeah, I mean, baseball's back. I mean, it was nice to be at the game yesterday. That was mm. fun. Um, weather wasn't all that great, but it's always good to see, you know, real meaningful baseball. Um, yeah. You mentioned it. Well, I guess we'll, we'll kind of start off with that. Like I said, 3-1 loss today. Um, they dropped a series. Vince Velasquez, his first start as a Pittsburgh Pirate. He looked you know, on and off kind of during the spring, but he finished strong, I felt like. Uh, but today gets his first start. He goes four and two-thirds innings, gives up five hits, three runs, a walk, three strikeouts, two home runs. Uh, and I think you mentioned it, you know, right there at the beginning, just that some execution of the pitches on those home runs, um, some brutal placement, uh, a hanging slider and a fastball just right down the middle that the Reds made uh, made him pay for and mm -hmm. ended up being the difference. Yeah, and and I, I do not want to draw any actual conclusions from the first three games of the season, like one start, but this was the concern I had with Velasquez coming in is that even as a White Sox, he got shelled with hard hitting. Like, People made hard contact off of him all the time. And I think it's just because of how he places his pitches. And we think we saw that today. Two home runs. I mean, one was a Little League home run. I'll give him that. But, like, you know, he, he got hit so hard today. And it's not going to play, especially against better teams. Yeah, I mean, I mean, StatCast keeps track of, like, hard-hit baseballs, right? And uh, mm -hmm. there were six hard-hit balls off of Velazquez. Um, I thought, you know, outside of the, the two homers, I don't think he looked all that bad. Uh, he just, but, but that's the thing. Like you can't make mistakes yeah. to major league baseball players. Like they're, they're going to make you pay. And he mm -hmm. made two big mistakes today and that ended up being the difference in the game. Well, I don't know if it's a fair comparison, but I remember like 2021 JT Brubaker. It was kind mm -hmm. of like, we always said, I remember me and my friends always say like, well, he looks good, and then he gives up three home runs to start, so it doesn't matter. Right. So, like, it it, it it almost feels like we haven't gone anywhere with our pitching since then. Yeah, I mean, it's at I mean, at the end of the day, like results is what is what matters, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, Vince Velasquez hasn't had the results that you would like to see. Uh, you know, really from as a starting pitcher over the last few seasons, he's been he's been decent out of the bullpen. Like he, I think he could be a 
you know, quality bullpen arm. And I think that's where he belongs on this team, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But uh, right now he's in the rotation. He's kind of smack dab in the middle of the rotation, it seems. And uh, yeah, not, not a great start to the year. Hopefully he rebounds. Like, But again, this was a bad Reds lineup that he faced and yeah. he couldn't get through the fifth inning. And I mean, I, I just do not understand how Jason Volser is destroying us. Like someone like Jonathan India, I get that. Jake Fraley, like they've had Tyler Stevenson. Like some of these guys are actually pretty good. Jason Volser should not be hitting nukes off of us. And he torched us today. Yeah. I mean, the Volser had a homer in game one too, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. I, I think he did too. So. Yeah, people named Jason Volser probably probably not not your best bets to to, to hit homers off of, but the must yeah, have been that, Dodgers fans last year were feeling like Marcano was hitting bombs off of them that one time. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, not not a great outing from Velasquez. I will say this though: bullpen came in and they they got the job done. So yeah, uh, Zestrizny, uh relieved Velasquez in the fifth. Uh, you know, got got out of that inning. Will Crow two scoreless innings got into some trouble there in that second inning, but he got out of it. Uh, yeah, Dwayne Underwood kind of caused it himself. Yeah, and Dwayne Underwood Jr. again got into some trouble, but but eventually got out of that inning. Yeah, no, the bullpen has surprisingly not been the issue. As weird as that sounds, that the bullpen's been pretty good this series, but and I think that but like even starting pitching hasn't been our issue. It's been the offense. So, I mean, I have no complaints. I mean, I would have liked to see Underwood not give up, like, hard hits and, like, give up a double, but I'm okay. I'm okay with how he did. Yeah, I think you you nailed it there. I don't think the pitching was really the issue in this entire series. It was the offense was not able to uh, put together meaningful at-bats and and execute these last two games of the series. Uh, I know you mentioned on Twitter, 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position today. Uh, That's – you're not going to win. You're not going to win a baseball nope. game if you go over eight with runners in scoring position. Do we know how many? What we did last, yet, like yesterday, with runners in scoring position? Uh, yesterday, the Pirates were uh, three for seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> they just didn't have many in scoring position. That was yeah. Their, that was kind of carved us up. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was the issue yesterday. But okay, I mean, yeah, that's better. But yeah, no, it was, it was so frustrating to see, like, you know, Connor Joe would get on base or McCutcheon would get on base and then just, like, immediately three weak at-bats. Like, Carlos Santana didn't have a single competitive at-bat today. I don't, I don't know what he was doing. He did make a good play in the in the field. He did. You know, he, he did help uh, Will Crow out in that seventh inning. So, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't – all awful for for Carlos Santana, and I, and he had a good opener. I think he had, you know, he had two hits yesterday. So yeah. not a, not a just a not a terrible series for Santana. Uh, I mean, overall the numbers weren't great after his zero for four performance today. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to if you're not going to hit home runs, which you know the Pirates had one, and it was a solo homer by Brian Reynolds. If you're not going to hit home runs, you're you're not going to beat teams if you if you can't string together hits or get hits when people are are on the bases. Yeah, and, and like it, it would be really really dumb to like suddenly say like oh the offense is like screwed because of this one series. But there is definitely oh yeah, yeah. You know, right. You're not going to be doing it against the Reds. Who are you going to be doing it against? 
because the Reds should be worse than us this year. Like yeah, if you, so if you go up and down our yeah. lineup, like you should be able to see, like we have a better lineup than the Reds. We should be able to get at them. And even though Ashcraft is good, he's not seven run seven innings worth one run baseball good. Or else we should be getting to him with the, especially with the new rules, which I think you mentioned on Twitter. Yeah, I don't even know if Ashcraft is good to be honest with you. <laughs> I buy Ashcraft as like as, but, as, I, I kind of put him in like in the JT Brubaker tier of like okay. Good back end starter on any competing team. I think that's where I have him. We might disagree about Brubaker. Yeah, maybe. We're well, not going uh, to see him for the season, so it's whatever. I'll say this: Ashcraft's. Um, to, to, to talk about Ashcraft a little bit, and going into the game, we saw the lineup. We talk, We 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 heard on the broadcast about the reverse uh, platoon splits last year. Mm. So it was a small sample size last year. He didn't pitch a ton. Nineteen starts, just a little bit over hundred innings. But left uh, right-handed batters did hit substantially better against Ashcraft than lefties. And now after, you know, really watching a full game of Graham Ashcraft, I can understand why that cutter, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it looked pretty good. Like the, the, the velocity was there. The movement was there. He was sawing all those lefties off all day. We mentioned Santana, you know, Santana couldn't get the barrel to the ball. He just, no. he just, you know, he yeah. was getting, he was getting jammed every single time. Having to cruise a couple times too. You saw broken bats from him. You saw a broken bat go farther than his ball. The one time almost like decapitated Jonathan India at second base. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I could see, you know, after watching the full game, um, I now understand those reverse splits from Ashcraft. And, yeah. And we saw Connor Joe and, and then Andrew McCutcheon in the double, you know, you saw what, you know, against, against those cutter guys, you've got to, if you want to get the barrel to the ball, you, if you're righty, you got to kind of those outside pitches, those balls are going to be, be, you know, going away from you. Yeah. Get the barrel on them and take them to right field. And so like Connor Joe, I felt like did a decent job there. Um, Key Brian Hayes was getting the ball. It was in the ball hard today, but again, like right in the dirt, couldn't get any lifts like, on it. It's weird that Cabrian Hayes didn't get on base a single time today because that sounds like his bread and butter. Even yeah, with the hopefully new improved launch angles, and yeah, uh, but it also begs the question: mm-hmm. if the splits are out there for everyone to see, and I, I, I'm not a manager, I'm not a GM, why would you then stuff the lineup with lefties if Ashcraft is better against lefties? Well, I think you got to play some of them, right? No, um, oh no, definitely. You know, I'm, like, I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> saying like I'm definitely saying like set them all. But right. let me just say, Cruz is lefty, Reynolds best lefty, Santana was a lefty, Choi's a lefty. But were Bay there any righties on the bench? What? Were there any righties on the bench? Castro. I mean, he's going to bat lefty against a righty. Oh right, I forgot he's a switch hitter. Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't know if there were. I, I mean, I think he did as good a job with the lineup as he possibly could. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to make it seem like I'm complaining about the lineups because like, yeah. I think it's kind of tired and like, it's week gonna... one too. Like you want to get everybody yeah. in the game and yeah. I, I, it's more just like, I would like play to like your strength, the, the other pitchers weaknesses, but yeah, no, I'm like, I'm not, the lineup is the lineup. The card is not why we lost today. No, no, it's, it's, it's not. Um, let's talk about, as I said, I mean, do we want to talk about the pitching anymore? I don't have much to say. Like I said, uh, Velasquez is going to be in this rotation for probably at least two months. So, yeah, you know, hopefully he gets better. Hopefully he can locate his pitches. The command, like I said, just wasn't there today. 
Good job by the bullpen. Good job by the bullpen overall in this series. So good surprise there. Yeah. Hopefully they can keep that up. Um, but I yeah, hope he does the Sizinstry. The Strizny. is like some yeah. like new guy because I had no idea who he was, mm-hmm. and he's been pleas- a pleasant surprise in the two games that I've seen. Career. Yeah, he at least got he at least got out of that inning. Um, yeah. So that was that was good. Um, a career and, minor league pitcher doesn't have any velocity. Mm-hmm. So if he could become like a actual bullpen arm, I'd be so happy. I would be really happy too. I'm not. I'm probably not banking on that. No, me <laughs> um, but if he can at least like, I don't know. I mean, you you see these lefties all the time though, where every once in a while they'll just magically perform over a season. Because when you're a left-handed reliever, you're dealing with small sample sizes, you know, yeah. quick spurts. If you can just string together some some good outings, and you know, you're you're effective. We saw that with uh, who was the. Who was the lefty that we had a few years ago where, you know, we acquired from the Rockies? What was his name? We and He had like a really good first year, but then year two, he, he just fell off and, and was terrible. I'm sure someone in the comment, Bucko Michael, probably know. I mean, but, that, sounds um, like, that sounds like almost like Kyle Crick, but two years ago, you said? Yeah, it was like two years ago, lefty claimed off of waivers from the, from the Rockies. Um, not good, but he put together yeah. a decent season. And then started sucking, and and you know that was that was it. Yeah, you um, got me. I have no earthly idea. Um, but yeah, I said I think the bullpen. No, not not Shree. Talk about Anthony Banda. No, no, I'm not talking <laughs> Anthony Banda. Um, let's just pull up 2020 Pirates. Oh, it's 2020. Like, I mean, it would have been 2020, 2021, 2022. That area. Um, Sam Howard. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I, so I like some, yeah, Sam like, Howard existed. Yeah, so like Sam Howard, like not a good pitcher, but you know he was able to string together some some outings in one year, yeah. and you know he was halfway decent. So, um, and it's nice so, since we have no lefties on the forty man, so you know right. we take it. So. Yeah. So that's that's. I mean, if Rob if Rob Zestrizny can be Sam Howard, then sure, like Sam Howard <laughs> for for like you know, two months in 2020, then let's take that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't have, I don't have a whole lot more to add about the bullpen. I do want to get into um, Andrew McCutcheon a little bit. Let's talk about him. So he, this was his yeah. first start in the field. Um, and he made, made an awesome catch out that there. Actually, he, he made it a great catch out there in the, uh, the seventh inning that, you know, it looked like that catch may like kind of turn into like the turning point. Like maybe yeah. we're getting grabbing some momentum because then the Pirates come out in the top of the eighth. Um, gets Castro gets on base. Cruz gets on base. You've got first and first and second. Nobody out. Um, and then Reynolds, Kutch, and then Santana do up, and nothing, nothing, nothing yeah. comes out of it. But and now was it yeah, was yeah. the Joe catch that same inning? The Connor Joe catch was earlier in that inning, too. Okay, yeah. yeah, so just so like, really good outfield defense that inning. Now, Kutch, I mean, I have been very happy with how Kutch has played. Like, I was kind of, like, obviously very happy he was back. But I was like, mm-hmm. you know, is this really going to make, like, the team, like, all that much better? But, like, I think offensively, like, he's had a, re- he had a really good series. You know, he was getting on base. He was – I mean, he walked three times on opening day. Now, I didn't catch the game yesterday after the second inning, so I couldn't tell you what happened. 
with him yesterday. But I mean, no, I've had no issues with how Big Kachin has been playing. And he was like the, one of the few life forces of offense today. Yeah, he's been, I, I, I mean, it's just vintage Kutch and, and, you know, the plate appearances are good. He, he doesn't chase pitches. He makes people throw the ball in the zone. The double today was, was also like vintage Kutch, like hit yeah. it hard, the opposite field went with it. Like what, what, like when, when McCutcheon was on in those, those first, you know, beginning half of, of 2010s, when he was on, he was driving the ball the opposite field. And so he was able to do that um, today. And I said, drew another walk. He's got five walks now on the year yeah. in three games. Um, so if he can just keep that up, man, that's that'd be great. I, 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 I'm not sure I'm going to bet all my money on a 900 OPS cutch, but if it does, I'm going to be the happiest <laughs> man on earth and also kind of pissed if we're not in the playoff spot if we're getting that from him. Yeah, yeah. God, my, my cat is locked in her room right now. And, uh, yeah, this stupid cat. God, I hate, I hate I swear, every single time we do one of these, Neil, mm-hmm. I, I come downstairs in my basement. My cat goes into the room where, like, her, her like, food is at. Mm-hmm. And I close the door because if I don't, the dogs are going to eat the cat food, right? Yeah. And now the cat wants out of the room. And <laughs> she's being a little bitch. I mean, thankfully, it's not like one of those, like, two-hour-long podcasts. Like, we're going to be here for a little bit. So your right, cat right. has to be free. Yeah, no, she'll be good. But, um, yeah, Andrew McCutcheon, another a good start to the season. Good defensively today. I mean, you're, I'm not going to complain about about anything that he did. And I, and I think it's just great that he's back in the Pirates uniform. I yeah. can't wait until that home opener. I'm I really looking there. forward. I'm excited. There we go. That's awesome. Um, can't wait for that home opener because that's just going to be a special moment, I think, for him and uh, and for the mm. for Pirates fans. So, Because, well, like, we, we, me and my, like, my parents weren't going to do it, but we decided to do it because we went to the Kutch reunion back in 2017 when he came back from the Giants. Mm-hmm. And that was so cool that we was like, we should do this again. So I'm excited. Yeah. No, that, that, that'll be good. If, if I'm, I don't know if it's sold out yet, but if you're out there and you can make it to the home opener, you should make it. I mean, it's, it's just going to be a good environment. Like you got to welcome Kutch back. Um, if I can drive five hours to come see it and you live in Pittsburgh, there's no excuse. There you go. <laughs> Buckle Mike says the pirates might be one in five. I mean, they might be, <laughs> they, uh, they head to Boston after this so we'll see how that goes i am hoping this offense wakes up against an atrocious red sox pitching (laughs) like they have been awful yeah and i think there was a lot of runs today too i mean i guess they they scored a lot boston did today but they also gave up five runs but yeah yeah. that we don't that we don't want to suffer through that again I mean, at some point, the offense is going to wake up. You know that they'll at least get, yeah. you know, one one or two games here where they'll they'll start things will start clicking. But hopefully, it's sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So far, they just haven't been able to to just be consistent up and down the lineup. The the games where you know they we've had so far, uh, you know, maybe yeah, there's one or two guys performing. Um, you know, outside that home outside the opener where you know Cruz looked really good, Bay looked really good. Um, McCutcheon had three walks and a single, right? So that, that opener, you know, the offense looked pretty good, yeah. but, but outside that today was McCutcheon yeah. and Connor Joe. Yeah. And, on both and, sides. And, and Reynolds. Yeah, and on I mean, both sides of the ball, the outfield. So good job by the outfield today. 
I like, and I actually kind of, and I like Connor Joe's kind of like whatever, but like I actually kind of like like him like as like the Suwinski platoon, and I don't think like he's gonna be like you know like amazing, but like I I honestly do like like him on the roster where like he can slot in at first in the outfield and just hit lefties, because last year we were so inept against lefties as a whole. That it almost made no sense to like even play the game. Yeah. And so having a guy like him on the roster isn't like anything groundbreaking, but I like him. And apparently he was a fan favorite in Colorado. So hopefully he is here too. Well, I, th- I think if he can get back to where he was like in 2021, you know, that, yeah. that his like first taste there, you know, at the in Colorado, he had a, he had a nice season in 2021, not an everyday player, but you know, platoon guy, good matchups and he put together a, a, a nice season in 2021 2022 saw him fall back a little bit more um which is you know how the pirates were basically able to acquire him for nothing right um but mm. no i i think he's i think he's fine on this team i don't think he's taken a roster spot from anybody like and, and like if, if you're gonna argue that cal mitchell or travis swaggerty deserves a spot over him i'm gonna say you're wrong like connor joe yeah has had more success than either of those two players so uh, he, he deserves a spot on the roster. He deserves some playing time, especially against lefties. And like I said, in today's case where, um, you know, Ashcraft is so good against lefties, it was the right call. It was the right call to put him in. And he had a good game. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, um, when, I mean, when are we going to start talking about how bad Austin Hedges is offensively? I mean, I know we've been talking about it, but another just pathetic performance from him today. Um, I mean, it, it's it's like having a pitcher in the lineup. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And you know, the jokes going around because like he uh, Andy homered in his first at bat of the year, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, we're gonna have to suffer through Austin Hedges batting for until June and or July. I don't I don't, I don't know when, but it, it's so bad. <laughs> Let me ask you this question. So so Austin Hedges is now zero for seven. Um, does Austin Hedges, do we see a batting average from Austin Hedges that starts with the number two this season at any point in time? No. <laughs> I mean, unless like he, unless, unless my math is off and he gets to 200, if he goes out and gets a hit is next at bat. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's so offensively inept and like listen i don't hate the idea of getting a guy like austin hedges on this team i think it makes absolutely not yep but holy crap please make him the backup so i don't have to watch him for 100 games yeah Um, he's i think he's an extremely capable backup catcher um and, and i think a lot of people you know a lot of people get annoyed with with my constant complaining over austin hedges and and like let me be be straight here i'm not complaining that Austin Hedges is on this team. Like Austin yeah. Hedges should be on this team, but just seeing him out there like day in, day out, every day, it's going to drive yeah. me crazy. I, for me at this moment, I'm more like, so let's put it this way. As a backup, I think he's an A plus signing. As a yeah. starting catcher, I think he's an F tier signing. Like we're talking about a guy who has not had a WRC plus over 50 since 2018. And we have to watch that bat play every single day. <laughs> and 50 is 
Like that's really that's really low. Like, he's at Josh like, meter levels of hitting. <laughs> Maybe like worse. Stephen Ralt never had batting numbers that bad, and he wasn't a catcher. Yeah. He was a pitcher. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean Stephen Brault. I guess he did a couple times, but Stephen Brault's last full season, he had a 105 WRC plus. Just yeah. wild. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, I don't want to talk about hedges too much, but I, I, yeah, I, I guess, and I mean, delays the backup too, and like you're not getting, you're not gaining anything there. So yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, while I'd rather him start than delay. Exactly. Yeah. As, I, I think one of my someone mentioned this. I forget who. It's like. They're happy delays on the roster just because someone like him deserves to accrue as much MLB service time as possible. But I don't want to see him actually play. Let <laughs> him do that on another team too. Like, yeah, <laughs> we can trade him to the Reds here. like we did with Kevin Newman. Like, yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> um, Brian Reynolds home run, his first of the year. Uh, he uh, he's slugging 500 after after that. Uh, decent series for him, I guess you could say, but. I would um, say the underlying metrics of Reynolds this series has been really good. Like every single time he hits the ball, he is popping up dark red on Savant. He it hasn't been like the, mm-hmm. the prettiest results yet. Like I would, he's batting what like two fifty, but like he yes. is mashing the ball. And I think a lot of people are jaded from last year where he was like a slow starter. I if he keeps doing this, I don't see slow starter unless he just gets unbelievably unlucky yeah because the I mean, amount of hard contact he's making on a daily basis he was doing it in a spring training too i'm very encouraged by a pretty much the only thing i'm encouraged about right now is running brian reynolds but um very happy two yeah hard two, hits yesterday two, hard, two, two barrels actually today too like back like actual barrels so uh 107.2 and 109 and a half yeah. Or 109. Savant, Savant had him at two hard hits each game in the mm-hmm. series. Yeah. Didn't always get him on base, but I take those every day. That's a good sign. Oh, yeah. Like you you hit two balls. You, you, you hit two balls hard. Hit, two hard hit balls every game. We're going to take that. Take that every time. Um, one thing that we haven't really talked about, and I guess, you know, we've got like two, three minutes here real quick. Yeah. Let's just quickly set, talk, give, give your thoughts about we, we haven't even had a show or anything that has talked about this Brian Reynolds extension talk yet. What are your just quick thoughts on, you know, the, the news from this, uh, I guess it was Friday when, when like kind of the details came out. So, you know, if we, if we start in 2024 next year, you know, they've agreed on, on terms as far as like years and money goes. Uh, but the Reynolds camp wants an opt out. They want an opt out after his first year of free agency. So, if you're the Pirates, I mean, Neil, give us your thoughts real quick. What what would you do? I would give him his original ask so he doesn't have the opt-out. Because what Mackie reported is that Reynolds only wants the opt-out and is not negotiating because he came so far down on the money and the no trade he gave up his no trade clause. So he has already conceded like 90% of like what he's asking for. And so if you don't want this opt-out, which I think is fair, the Pirates, it doesn't make sense for the Pirates to have an opt-out after four years. But there's an easy solution. If you've come up to 106, pony up the extra $3 million a year to keep him here for eight years. Like, I, it's so simple. But I think it's gone too far to the point where he won't accept that because we've been so insistent on lowballing him. Like, it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> but that's my thoughts. 
No, I mean, I, I, I think that that makes 100% sense. I think that's where the Pirates are kind of at right now, too. Like, if you're going to – like, if you're the Pirates, you're you're making a risk here to lock him up, you know. And I know that Reynolds has, you know, gone down on his asking price quite a bit. You look at those numbers and, you know, that's a steal. That's a steal for the Pirates. But million dollars a year for Reynolds, man. <laughs> yeah. But, like, at the end of the day – if you're going to make a commitment to a player, you also need some sort of commitment from him too. And, mm -hmm. you know, a, an opt out after that fourth year just isn't, isn't it right. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And we'll get into more of that tomorrow. Um, I, I, I don't know if we'll be doing a Starbucks tomorrow. Donardo's out of town. So I may be doing a Starbucks with Tyler. Maybe I don't know. We'll see, but we'll let our, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it some more, but mm -hmm. that's about it for today. Pirates lose 3-1 in front of 14,000 fans in Cincinnati. Uh, drop the series. They're 1-2. Vince Velasquez with the loss. They play tomorrow at Boston, 7-10 p.m. Johan Oviedo gets his first start of the season, and he will be facing um, Cutter Crawford, who I've never heard of before. You know, no idea who that guy is. Sounds like a guy who's bad and is going to post seven shutout innings against us tomorrow. Take it to the bank. <laughs> there you go. I'm I'm looking at his quick game logs from the end of last season. It doesn't look like he pitches in too many wins. So okay. yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. But that's all we got for today. Thanks for joining us. NS9 postgame show again. Pirates drop it three to one. Lose uh lose to the Reds. Uh one and two on the year. We'll be back here tomorrow, though. So thanks a lot, guys. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.